Beautiful people, welcome to another episode of Ryan Out Loud. It is your favorite podcaster. It's your favorite podcast host, Ryan Lewis. No, I'm just playing, but what's going on, y'all? I hope everyone is well, protecting your magic, your energy, all of that. Um, just a few things. Shout out to Griffin for uh, being a guest on Ryan Out Loud. So dope to hear his story. And I've gotten some really good feedback of how they, you know, being inspired. And I that's what Ryan Out Loud is for, um, to expose you to the beautiful creatives, black queer creatives that I come across. And yes, that's, that is the unstable journey of Griffin Wilson. Shout out to Griffin. Um, moving on. Also, like, shout out to, I hosted, I so what I've been doing this year is stepping out of my comfort zone and I've been hosting, trying to get out there and host events. I hosted uh, Artist Talk 3, which you heard me talk a lot about and you've seen, you've heard guests from there on the show, Griffin and this upcoming episode with Jesse. Um, I, I did the Galaxy Ball. For True Tea, I did the red carpet. Um, what else did I do? I've done some other stuff. But most recently, I did a host of the day party for the opening of the Oasis Tap Room. And shout out to Erica, Ms. Diane. Uh, it is a black-owned distillery. By, the first in Western PA owned by black women. So shout out to Erica and Ms. Diane, my extended family, Antoine. I love y'all. Um that was dope. And in the middle of that day party, I got booked for another event in October. Like things are, are happening. You know, my advice to anyone wanting to do something different, take a leap of faith. You never know where it's going to lead you, where it's going to take you. Um, I'm truly honored and blessed to have these opportunities and the ones that will come my way. So grateful, grateful, grateful. I won't hold y'all too long. Life is well, all is well, uh, things are getting better, and that's all I can be thankful for. The next, so, my guest today, it's this is another follow-up episode to my to the Artist Talk 3 that I hosted in July. We had the amazing, talented singer-songwriter, Jesse Council, and that is who my guest is. That's who the guest is today. I want to talk to him about his career, his journey, and life, and everything in between, and find out what's coming up next for him, because he's amazing, and I think if you're in the Pittsburgh area, you have to check him out. So, before we you hear Jesse's voice, me and Jesse's voice, you will hear his song. The song that is going to play is his latest single called Breaker. Check it out. Stream him, support him, show love. The next two voices you will hear will be me and Jesse Council, y'all. In the distance, I see the storm closing in fast, fast, yeah. And if you listen, You'll hear the skies begin to crack, begin to crack. 
your heart is getting colder Winds of change begin to blow I called your mind not long ago But somehow I'd be the breaker All right, Ryan out, li- Ryan out Loud listeners, can I get it right? Um, welcome back to Ryan Out Loud. I am here with a special guest the one and only Pittsburgh's own Jesse Council. Welcome. I need to get a, a track. I need to get like a, you know, like a cheering. I think I can do that. Add that in. I'm a, yeah, there we go. Uh, woo, yeah. Jesse, how are you? I'm well. I'm well. You yeah. look phenomenal. Thank you. Did a little something different with the two. I know. see. Well, you know, they won't be able to see it, but the hair is everything i love it i love it i love it all right let's just let's just jump into it it's good to know that you're well well being it's good to see your face so let's just introduce yourself really quick to the right on out right out loud listeners i can't get my title right today no you're good you're gucci it's the morning (laughs) um so i'm jesse council um introducing myself as a writer, as a singer, as an artist, um, as a friend, as a brother, as a lover. Um, I, I guess I am presenting myself more on the artistry side um, as of late because I'm, um, I've leaned in way more than I thought I ever could uh, in the past couple years, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, presenting more music, doing more performing, which is just so exciting. Um, doing more writing and loving more on myself and my journey um, in my artistry. Um, I hope I did that right. <laughs> that excellent. That was beautiful. Yes. <laughs> so let's, as you say that you've tapped into many different, let's go back to the beginning, right? Let's baby jesse right you yeah music is it it was always something that you knew you wanted to do is that was that the first like this is this is what i wanted to do i didn't believe that it was a possibility to do as a career for me Mm -hmm. um growing up my parents wanted to emphasize academia first my mother um um, got her like master's degree. She um, emphasized heavily on getting an education. My both my parents emphasized on um, getting an education. That's the most important thing. Um, put us in a lot of after school programs, summer programs to stimulate our our brains. Mm-hmm. Putting us in business camp. They did a lot on that end, which is very positive. They wanted the best for us. Um, and they saw education as that kind of route. So growing up in the church, I was always singing already. It just never saw it as the possibility of becoming like a career, you know, or um, something that could feed me and sustain me in life. So I, I just saw music as something that I loved and I saw music as something that made me feel free and fed my soul so i really didn't see it 
Um, even though I didn't see it as uh, something that could be a career, I de did see it as something essential to my life. And as I got older, um, after college, actually through college, I was in a constant battle of trying to come to terms with what I wanted to do and versus what people wanted me to do, what family wanted me to do, what I thought was the best to do for me, yes. the safest route. Um, so yeah, that took some time to um, unlearn some of those things and find my own path. Um, and after graduating, my alma mater is Temple University, Philadelphia. Okay. Business, just to put that out there. Okay, okay. Enjoy my time. I did enjoy my time out there. Um, but at the end of the day, I was still finding myself. And I knew at my core that if I could do anything I wanted, it would be uh, living off of my music and my artistry. Noted. I. It's one of those things you you said about struggling with what people wanted you, like your family wanted you to do, and what you wanted to do. It's because it's like we have those, and when I say we, I mean us as young black men, right? We have those expectations because, like, I know my mom always tells me, "I want you to do better than me," and it's then you have you know you just have them them barriers on you, so. I, I can I understand what you mean when you're saying like trying to you have to put your yourself first because um, at the end of the day you know it's like yes you know to make your parents happy right that's always the end goal in life to see but I'm, my mom she came to a conclusion she was like you know what do what makes you happy I want you to be happy and that that's a lot that takes a that that takes a toll on when you finally get that somewhat that relief but to for me to see you, like, you thrive. Like, I've been to a couple of your performances. I'm like, I'm proud. Like, that's it's amazing. Like, I'm proud, you know? So oh, That's beautiful to hear. Thank you. Yeah, you're amazing. Thank you. I, I feel like I am surrounded by so much support and positivity. The um, loudest naysayer, hardest critic is myself. Always. At it's always. Day. And, and it's... Um, because I've beaten past all the disapprovement of what um, family had to say in the early years. Um, honestly, they support a lot of it now, especially the music, um, which is so interesting because in those moments where we're deciding, oh, we need to make our parents proud. Mm -hmm. We have to come to terms with the reality that they taught us all these wonderful things, gave us all these tools, um, all these lessons, some hard to learn, some great to learn. Um, and we have to take all of those things and realize that in real life, you need to figure out what you want to do. Exactly. You have to make yourself happy. And it comes at the cost of friction with those um, beautiful relationships you do have with your family. Um, they get tested, they get strained. And it's hard. We went, me and my family went through a lot of ups and downs when it came to me coming out, when it came to me doing music, um, but mostly me coming out. I mean, everything came second to that. 
Uh, well, it's not funny that you said that because I, when we were like briefly talking, and I knew I wanted you on the podcast just from like you know artist talk and everything, and then it hit me. I was like, he gets it. Growing up in the church, you know, I I sang lead in my church choir. Her. Oh, uh, I know that. Yeah, I'm not. I don't sound like you. I I don't. Stop it. But you know you can say, see now. Don't have. No, no. It, it, hold on. This is not a. This is not about me. Hold on. Hold on. This ain't about. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what we're not gonna do? This, this is not about me. This is the Jesse Council interview. Okay. <laughs> this is not about me. Look, thank you, but um. That black, you know, being black and gay and like, I'm so, I'm 32 years old. I'll be 33 next month. Wow. Ooh, okay. Birthday coming up. Ooh, you know, you get chill. Uh, as I said it, another gray beard popped up. Um, um, Growing up in the church was like, whoo, I, well, I didn't come out until like later on. Right. And I don't know if I've necessarily like, I. Side side story because again this is not about this is not about me. This is not about me, but side side conversation. It was one of those things like you remember Love Simon. Love Simon, yes. So he he said in the movie he said what you know why does it have to be a thing? Why do people coming? Why is that a thing? And I resonated with that because I never felt the need. If somebody asks, yeah. But I never felt the need to be like, I'm gay or I'm this, you know, I'm that. And I, I don't, I, so it may throw people off. I think a lot of, you know, people like, no, but I don't really, when I pop up with a man, just know that's just what it is. I just feel like that's how it should be. It shouldn't right. be a big thing, you know, like I, I'm, it, yeah, anyways. No, so no, no, I, I feel that. And I think that that is a huge discussion because as we push forward uh, into progression of uh, understanding, different ways of life and um, sexualities and uh, um, gender identities, all these things, it's going to become more strange mm. for us to come out. And because like at the end of the day, like we kind of, a lot of people have an understanding that it's like, yeah, like you're allowed to be who you are. But the T is in a lot of people's homes, they have pressures to be straight. They have pressures to be this and that. And it's different for everyone. Like I had to really come out and tell, like look my family in the face and be like, this is who I am. This is not a phase. This is not some spirit. This is not a little journey sidebar for me trying to figure out who I am. I know who I am. You know. I know who I am. I always want to say, oh, maybe this is a phase. Maybe this will pass. Maybe you, I mean, I even thought that, right? I was like, oh, you know, in the in the beginning of the, the struggle, like, right. oh, this isn't who I am. I'm supposed to get married, have a kid, and then now being older, and shout out to therapy, and a yeah. lot of like, you know, shout out to therapy because yeah. it's like, I can still do those things, get married, and ha- have a child yeah. with my husband, <laughs> you know, so it, it's it's a lot of those things like and it's just really the black church. Like you get it. I know you get it. And I was like, that's, I just wanted to, to touch on that. And because your song. God, right. Yes. 
Now, I just realized because I was listening to everything on your on Apple Music. I I you're on my playlist, on my rhyme, which I will post in the link, y'all. My rhyme out loud, uh, um, black queering. I, I can't even get my titles right today. I have an Apple Music playlist that I update, that I curate um, with oh, um, yeah. guests on the show or black queer that are black queer independent artists. I constantly update it. I'm a, I'll share it on my Instagram, on Ryan Allout Instagram page. But um, it's not released yet. Oh, uh, oh, God is yeah. God is not released. Okay, is that coming? Is this? It is coming. Okay. I do not like giving dates. I know. I dates fall through, and we have a lot of things planned for it. Yeah. more than just. The release, like we do want to do visuals. Okay, come on, visual. Yes, that, but I will not speak of a I understand. time. You have you don't have to just when text me when it drops. Listen. I will definitely and I will post it. We are we we would like to get it done soon. But, okay. Um the way that you know, the way music and stuff rolls out and works, you have a lot of hoops to jump. Especially being when you're funding it on your own, right? And then you, the way to fund it is work. You have to go to work, which that is part. more of your time escaping your music. That part, and I that's I'm gonna add, that's a later on question. Let me. Yeah, I but God you. is unreleased, but that is the next song. Okay, that is the next. Okay, because I, I mean, you release. you performed it at. Artist talk, right? Didn't you, you perform- I did. I performed Rainbow um, God, and I also performed R and B W. R and B, R and B W. Excuse me. I don't know why I said Rainbow. I have no. It's because it's-, it's Rainbow. It's written R and B W, and it's so tough for me to decide how I really want to sit down and be like it's R and B W, or like because the thing is, it's the you know the story behind it. It's um, an acronym yes. for Rainbow with the vowels extracted to just illustrate how you're in the closet, how you hide away parts of yourself. Um, and for me specifically, that wasn't something I really could hide well. I just burst at the seams, not just with queerness, but just with who I was. Yeah. Like I just, I just was a very queer person. And um, that, and that just, illustrates in the title rmbw and i didn't want to name it rainbow i understand because everyone's like okay you're gay we get it (laughs) bitch no you don't (laughs) right no listen to the damn song exactly and then you get it it's deeper than like it's deep it it, the song rmbw is really about being afraid of the rainbow, being afraid to lean into the community of mm-hmm. queerness that is at at your fingertips, really, because we live in a um, social media world where you can access like conversations with like people who can help you understand things about yourself and and you know feel like you're a part of a community, so you could feel safe when you're physically unable to get there, you know. Yeah. So it's like just being afraid of um, yourself um, in that regard. I'm sorry, I jumped from God to... You're fine. This is, what did I say? This is the Jesse Council interview. Yeah. (laughs) Do whatever you want or write out loud. This is your, this is a platform for you um, (laughs) as an amazing person and artist. Um, And so I think about, so we're about to jump into, 
I'm about to go into a full circle moment in a second. And I think I've told you this off record before. But um, so I, when you were at Artist Talk, you know, when you, your set was done, my mom was sitting on the side and she was like, she was like, that boy can sing. I was like, can he? Can he? He can. Yes, he can. She was like, mm. and you know, like, you know, you know the look when moms, our our black mothers, when our mothers are like, you know, eating and they like something, they like, mm-hmm. Mm. They get that little face. Yeah, she was like, she was like, she was eating a cookie. She was like, "He's good. He's really good." <laughs> right? They get that that conviction face. Oh like, yeah, it was, it was real. Like heart. they were like, they're they're because I, I remember like I was record like I was doing like my little boomerang, and then I remember I looked over and she was like, "Brian, come here." Jesse Council, he's good. I was like, he is. That's why he's up there. Ah. I didn't realize your mom was there. Yes, she was. Yeah, it was a lot going on that day. But right, full circle moment. Like I came across. I was waiting for a friend last August twenty twenty one in Market Square. I was meeting a friend, and there was a live concert going on, and it was two black young black artists performing in Market Square, and I was like. Who are they? Because, <laughs> like, me, as at the time, you know, I was, like, really trying to figure out how I was going to network and present myself as a podcaster. Because I know there is a a whole network of artists, black artists, black queer artists yeah. that are in my, that are in Pittsburgh and trying to connect. And I'm like, who are you? What are you trying to do? You know, you know how it is when you're trying to get your name out there, you know, so... You guys, I watched you from a distance, and I was like, they are amazing. And I, Apple Music, you guys come up all the, like now, you know, like it been coming up. So then when I saw your name, you know, we were going through the list when I was asked to be host of Artist Talk 3. And yes, which was so cool. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. That was, that was big. That was amazing. And to be a part of it. And when I saw your name, I was like, oh my God, this is like a full circle moment. And so when I, I think I told you this, I was like, Jesse, like, I've, when I heard you open your mouth, I was a fan, like literally a fan from the gate. So this was like, I was like a full circle moment into already just hearing you talk about how you were inspired, you know, you and your brother's relationship, which I absolutely stand. He, he is your biggest fan and you are his biggest fan. And I love that. That's how it should be with yeah. siblings like it should be that way and i love that i'm like oh my god they're so cute thank you that we're very fortunate it's not it, that's hard that's hard it's, it's hard for a lot of folks yes like, you know settle differences and get through things we were just really close of um in age and also we went through a lot of difficult stuff like with our family together and we just had each other's back and yeah i'm that's very very grateful um, to have that that relationship with my brother and to share that with the world, you know, to see that. That is beautiful. I love it. Artist talk. So this is now getting into artist talk. This is, this interview has been a work in progress, you know, working in the progress process, whatever. I can't even talk today for months. (laughs) And I was, I'm like, every time I saw you, I'm like, okay, Jesse, 
I'm gonna hit like we gotta figure right. something we out. We're gonna do it, right? Yes. So I appreciate you being patient with me because sometimes one thing about being a I you're on the other aspect, not even comparing, because being a singer and a musician, an artist, creative all together is just like it can be a lot. You know, you have to your energy has to be there, you know? And sometimes like I just sometimes recording it can it's not even a recording process. It's I can talk all day. It's the editing sometimes it's the promoting and it's like it's the anxiety of like well who's gonna listen who's gonna who's gonna do this who's gonna do that so and i had some other obligations so i apologize but i i timing is everything so thank you for being patient with me no i am let me tell you i am here to go with the flow like when things come around they're meant to come back around you know like so i was completely all good giving you the time that you need it because i know how i am and like i i hate when i like let people down and stuff like that like so i do not none of that is like i'm not worried about none of that i knew that you wanted to really do it and i know like when you were ready it was gonna happen and And i'm so glad that it happened well you're telling me this is your first podcast this is like really like my first my first like podcast about my artistry really like i I only did like a little bit of stuff like with my sister who has like she had a little like thing that she was doing. It was just cute little about her adventures and stuff. Um, and we had a sibling kind of podcast moment, which was really cute. But this is the first time like where I'm actually talking about my artistry, which is something I need to do more and just feel more proud of it and like lean into it and own who I am which is an artist yeah which is a creative which is a singer and a writer and i don't have to be no beyonce and i don't have to be no ariana grande or john legend like i need to be jesse council and just let that flow shine that light and the folks that it resonates with the folks that catch my light catch a piece of it and they see something they recognize they'll come in there with me and and we'll be able to um, share those experiences and share that connection and grow together, you know, and that's the only thing I can hope for and expect from this journey, you know. Well, from this interview, I know you will gain some listeners. Uh, a lot, of, I get some fee- uh, good feedback from a lot of my mutuals. I'm like, yo, who you had on your podcast? You know, so this is, I don't have the biggest platform, but as long as I can be, a support. Know that you're always welcome on Ryan Out Loud. Thank you. All you got, you got my number. All you got to do is text me. Hey, Ryan, I got a project coming out or this, this, and that. If I'm free, I'm here. I got you. That's why I'm trying to. I always tell, especially here in Pittsburgh, right? Um, when I I was doing my first couple seasons of Ryan Out Loud, I was doing interviewing artists like in other states and all of that, but. You know, when I got exposed to, you know, more, you know, queer spaces, stepping into those is when I got introduced to like Super NXC and um, from there it's just been like, you know, you and, you know, Remy and uh, other artists, uh, which makes me proud because now you guys will always have that like, I don't, yeah, no, I'm gonna say first dibs always if I'm here. As long as I'm here, like, hey, like I said, you guys just contact me. Like, hey, I need to, you know, I got a project coming I want to promote. Ryan Out Loud is here. That's, I'm trying to build an ecosystem of, yes. or like a network of my own. Yes. That I can be, any way I can support 
do anything, I'm here. I can't say that anymore. Back to artist talk. When, like, I... When you tie in mental health and artists, like your music and stuff like that, I, that can be that can be a lot. Um, but listening to like your stories and Super NXC and Griffin that were up there and just being vulnerable, um, that was that was moving to me. It was very moving to me because. A lot of times we know you guys, you know, you put out songs and, you know, you get as people as you go on, you're like, well, when are you putting you? People ask you, when are you putting out your project? When are you putting this out? When's this coming? And I say this probably every episode that I have an artist on, which I even myself, I have to be mindful when I ask. Right. Because you're a writer and you're you're writing about experiences that might have. That might be love, heartbreak, or a trauma experience and putting that into music, into your art. So that can be, you know, that can be, uh, that can be frustrating or like, I don't, I'm trying to think of a different word. That can be a lot on your mental. Yeah. So how, like, how, looking back on the event, how do you feel about Artist Talk? How did you feel? Because you performed two personal songs that were just like you know i was sitting there and i was looking like looking i was you could not say in pain but you can see like you felt it like that's how i know when you're an artist when you write your own stuff you were up there the eyes were closed you know you were feeling it you know so looking like sometimes you think back like not on just that performance but when you release a song that has that is personal or that you went through something how does that feel and how did you feel about artist talk all in general so i i just felt first of all just so honored to be um shout out to sid sorry oh what'd you say i said shout out to sydney she, she yes sid is really doing the thing thing yeah. you know in the city she had her mindset mm -hmm. to do this. I remember when she had her mindset to do this. She's been cranking it out, and we're back. We had a uh, artist talk three, which is so cool. Um, my brother was one of the first ones to be on artist talk, which is so cool. And then me to do the third one, where they're in Carnegie Art Museum. That was big, right? It, like I was so honored to like be a part of it. And then when I walked into the venue day of, I was like, this is so much bigger than me. This is wow. This is so cool. I think we had a moment we I cause I, I came in a little bit like after you and I was just like, we like, isn't this like, yeah, it was a moment. It was a beautiful moment to share with artists of color. Oh yes. In the city of Pittsburgh. And I just was fed to be a part of that um, lineup, um, so happy to have visibility. And there was a lot of queerness on that, on fo queerness focus um, on that artist talk as well, which I just was, I was just so excited to see that happening in the city. Um, and I usually get very nervous for my performances, but in this space, I felt very safe and I felt very comfortable. Of course, I had my brother there. Always. always yes, I love that. And he was playing um, the keys for my set. 
Um, but I just felt very comfortable in a space where like I can tell my queer story. I can yeah. um, tell my um, black story, you mm-hmm. know, and it be understood and resonate at a level that um, a lot of people would get it, you know? Yeah. That was, I think that was more, most important for, you know, that was, that's always my thing. That is uh, a safe space. Um, right now out is a safe space. So when I was asked to be, to be host, I'm like, that is, that's perfect. And for you to say that, that's, that is, that, that, that means, you know, cause when we, we talk, cause I wanted to, you know, do icebreakers at the beginning. I just wanted you guys to feel comfortable and to know that I, not only I'm not just a host, but I'm your friend, you know? Mm-hmm. So that you are here. part of the safe space. And I think that was brilliant to have you um, hosting it because uh, you're a black queer individual um, and it was more focused on like queer artists for that specific artist talk. Um, it was cool because my dad came. I saw that. Yes. And I know that was big for my dad because like, you know, I come from a very religious family and it was a queer space. It was a queer safe space. And I believe that he did understand that. Um, I don't know what he expected from my performance. The thing is, my parents do come to my performances. They want to show support. Yeah. Um, they've grown so much after I came out and stuff. Like, we still have a lot of work to do. However, um, after they come to the, the performances, we don't really have conversations about them. Like, what do you think about this song? Like, what do you think about the lyrics? Yeah. And that's totally fine. That comes with time, which is beautiful when you're um, being patient with your family and they are making progress. Um, I just, it is, it's a resounding um, gesture of love, I would say, from my parents to have them come to these um, events where I perform very raw, yeah, um, raw lyrics and a very raw performance of my music, which in both cases of those songs was about them. Like, yeah. you know, I didn't name drop, but in God, I literally say, um, um, that of a page of make believe. I'm trying to remember the lyric where I said something about my dad. Um, I traveled out of the town. I tra- traveled out of our town when I had a thought that telling your dad shouldn't be this hard. Cause I know, because you know that we're not what they say that we're not. We mm. fell in love on a Sunday. Maybe God has to wonder why we're not with each other. Mm. So it's just like, I'm sure he heard that part. <laughs> um, it's just like, I um, got to experience that beautiful moment um, in that beautiful space with, with my dad, you know, and he left right after my performance, but he said, um, goodbye. Like he let me know he was leaving. It wasn't just a, I can't handle this type of thing. Like, so you, it's really just a full circle kind of experience for yeah. me. Artist talk really had a very impactful, um, and awesome, um, moments, awesome moments of reflection for me. Yeah. It, it means more than a lot of people would know, you know. I say the same thing. Like I literally like, and I, and, 
you, I saw that moment. I saw your dad after you performed. I saw him hug you. And I was like, that was beautiful. I remember, you know, standing from the side, that, that is beautiful. And to know that he is, your parents are, you know, it's, it takes time. They're showing up. They're showing up. My mom's they are like, showing up for us. And <laughs> it's like, it takes a lot of maturity to be patient with that process. Some people do not, not, some people do not have it in them to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not based on maturity. Some people just don't need to be around that process yeah. in order for themselves to be okay, which is like important to know yourself, have the self-awareness to de- make the right decision for yourself. Like, should you create distance between your parents or it, it like, is the situation too severe where you don't need to be around them? Or do you see that light of love and you see that, the potential for a healthy relationship, you know, with some patience and growth. Um, and it's it's difficult on my end, and I need to work on myself um, to uh, to be more patient with them, you know, because I do believe that we can gain a lot of ground um, if I do show up to family events, if I do spend time with them instead of pushing them away. Um, but I have seen the fruits of my labor and I, I am I'm trying to continue to build a strong relationship with my family and repair some, some things, you know, only in time working, you know, right. every, everybody's a work in progress. Nobody, things can't be healed and sealed overnight, you know, like, yeah. it, uh, and it sometimes is, it, it's a process to even realize that because like, you're like, okay, what's next or how can we right. move on? But it takes time. So you're trusting the process you're doing, you're taking the necessary steps and every it in due time, everything will be fine. I, yeah, I love that. I, um, thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Of course. So moving on. So even since then, like I, when you told me, I knew I had to come to the sound council experience. Sound council. That Jesse, that, that was such a beautiful atmosphere. Um, the love, the support that you and your brother have, like just, I was standing around like, this is fucking amazing. Yes. I definitely want to, I am so excited to hear like your thoughts on the show. That was like from like, you know, when they told us to come outside and your brother came out and did the little, you know, did his intro and then we moved on back inside to your set and your brothers. Oh my, it was just the, it was a absolute vibe. And I, I'm, I, I'm so glad that I came. That was yes. I was definitely like me and Sid ran. She was like, I didn't know you were coming. I was like, I didn't know you were coming. You know, yeah. so it was like running into her. You know, we that was oh my god. So l- let me shut up, Jesse. How did that feel? Yeah. I know that had to. I'm I'm in the works of doing my own showcase. Yes, okay. Which I want you a part of. We'll talk Please about that. keep me posted. Oh, we will. We'll be there. Um, that's just, it's like the third time I mentioned it on my, probably the second time I mentioned it on my podcast. So now I feel like that means I have to do it. 
2023. Um, so yeah, I probably will be like, okay, how did this go? You know, you'll probably get texts from me like, how did I, you know, um, when did this, this, so explain the sound council. Just explain it and explain the process, like how, like the frustration, the, the, you know, working with your sibling, you know, like you guys, you know, like how the thing is working with Josiah was the best part working about working with my sibling was the highlight of the entire thing. Like my dream in life is to do music with my brother. That is like the fulfillment. It's simple. It's plain. It's easy. And that's, that is beautiful because a lot of siblings, they butt heads, you know, like and we do butt heads. The thing is, like, my energy is more like letting him take the lead. He's like a force of nature, and like he cannot be stopped. There was, and I gained so much um, inspiration from him. Um, the thing is, like, we lean on each other in very yeah. different ways. We complement each other in very amazing ways, so it works. It works. That's good. That is it good. Works. That's um, good. It's worked our whole life, really. So, like, it's just nat- It comes like second nature to us. But um, working with the sibling wasn't kind of the struggle. <laughs> um, it's just like having, the thing is, I don't even know where it all began. Like, I think it was like me and my brother always wanted to have our own show. We have been, all of 2021, we did a lot of festivals. Josiah did most of the festivals. I would pop up for a song or two. Yeah. Um, we did like Picklesburg and Market Square where you saw us and um, we were doing like some really cool events where thousands of people were getting to see us and we were rocking out having a great time but in 2022 we wanted to focus more on building our own stage having our own space so we could curate the venue Um, we could have an immersive experience we could do something really special something that really meant something to us i just remembered how this kind of happened so my brother was lining up to do a show with our friend um who's kells um she's super dope um vocalist super dope artist singer songwriter and they booked the venue and asked josiah to uh, perform uh, to open for her they canceled their um they were going to cancel their their um date for the venue they couldn't make it anymore she asked my brother if he still just wanted to hold on to it and use it for his own show because mm-hmm. they secured the date so like would you want to do it so he was like yeah why not let's do it he asked me and we're, i was like yeah let's do it like it's scary it's in it's ambitious for us to just jump into this um and we were probably like two months out at the time oh wow and we end up pushing it another month down the line um which was the end of what was that the end of july, july yeah yeah Ooh. and trying to give ourselves a little more wiggle room because time is not your friend in these situations but um, by happenstance, we end up uh, taking that opportunity and leaning into it, pulling together a team of our um, creative director, um, Jess, and our um, architect, Danielle, had a little team together 
and we're just planning things out, having these weekly meetings, taking visits to the location, and it was like, whoa, it was pretty cool um, getting everything like together. We got a storage unit where we're building these installations together. I One day I spent 12 hours in that spot, like cranking out like the clouds that we had. Yeah. And like some of the other installations, um, I had a couple ideas of my own that I just was like, okay, I need to add another thing. And like, it just was so cool to invest yourself and your time for your dream. It was very expensive to do so, um, but we were so committed to it. Um, it got challenging more towards day of situation where we have to set everything up in the venue. Ran into some obstacles where our time got significantly delayed. Um, but the team that we had, the most beautiful part about the day we set up is a lot of our friends who did not have to do this, who did not have to take out time in their day and to show up early in the morning. I'm talking 6 a.m pulling up to help us unload our storage unit yeah. using their cars um, and driving it to a location where we weren't able to get into the location because of some complications, sat outside for two hours and struggled through um, trying to troubleshoot, trying to see what we could get done while we had to wait and, you know, and figure things out. And with that limited time, we finally got into the venue and we just like fired away things weren't working out we thought how we thought it was going to work out things that were getting scary and um the thing is like we didn't break on each other we didn't disrespect each other through these like when you're under this type of pressure like a lot of people like just start lashing out on the team and like you know at the end of the day like we just have to keep moving forward at the end of the day we have to get this venue ready so we're starting yeah. like setting up at like 10 and the show, pardon me, is at the doors open at 7 p.m. We're running on no sleep. I was running on like two hours of sleep. My brother literally had 40 minutes of sleep. <sighs> I was like, he scares me with that because he works so hard. He works so hard that like I get worried about him. Ugh, but he survived. We were working, setting things up, up until the doors opened. Probably like two minutes when the doors had opened. Wow. And we had to run up out of that venue so we could get changed. I'm like wearing a bucket hat over my head. My hair is not done. Like clothes are not on. I'm in these little shorts trying to like just run around and like do the things we have to do. We did not get what we wanted done done, which is crazy. Really? We only got probably 60% of what we wanted to get done, done. And like now, like, and I'm, you, you're, if you see my face, I'm looking like, because everything was, to me, it just, everything was perfect. It that is so, that is so beautiful. rewarding to hear from you and from a lot of other folks have told us the same. They were like, this is insane. And the thing is like, we shot so high, we had ambitions so high, and we believed in ourselves so big that even when we failed 
to execute 100% like how we wanted to, which most things don't get done like 100% how you wanted to just because life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it just was like we we succeeded at the end of the day because like even though like we didn't meet the criteria for ourselves, like we shot so high that it still was really dope what we did. Beautiful. We like it was, and it was a lot. It was a lot. Even 60% of what like we got accomplished was a lot. Um, and we made it work. We figured it out. And we got, had like 40 minutes to get ourselves together before um, Josiah had to do his performance, which was outside. Yeah. Um, and we made it back in time with five minutes to spare. <laughs> It was wow. high intensity. And you know, I tell everybody that once we started the show, everything ran pretty smoothly. Yeah. Um, my energy, though, during the show was very like, I just was kind of holding a lot of that anxiety through the show. I it's wasn't terrible. completely where I wanted to be, like, feeling wise. I understand. Um, that was the biggest show I had done. Like, and it was only like, I did six songs, really. Um, so it wasn't a big set. And my set was probably like less than 30 minutes. Um, but we rocked out and we had a dope experience, a dope time up there. And everyone told me that I did really well. You did. I know that I can do better though. I can. As an artist, you're always going to be hard on yourself. So yeah. I get it. But you, and I remember I was like, I sent you the video because I was, I went back and I was Thank like, oh my God, it. like you killed it. And I knew when you were feeling it because you took, you, it was that moment when you were just like, you were right. You 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 had your hand on the mic, and you just were like, you just start feeling it. And I was like, oh, he's up there. He's you know how they say, oh, he's taking it. He's he's up there. He's he's in his element. And I I love seeing artists. And and I I remember that moment when I saw. I was like, oh, he's he's killing it. You killed it. You sounded amazing. Your brother is phenomenal. Like that was just a beautiful, beautiful. And to see your support system and like now hearing how you had your friends had your back that is that's that's beautiful it's unreal the friends that we need to talk about that let me circle back because the friends they pulled up early in the morning and i had like i probably had like three friends that like pulled up who did not have to be there and like a couple more came on uh a little bit in the middle of the day all of it was super helpful. Could not have done this without them. Um, and you know what's even better? The next day when we had to tear things down, they showed up to tear things uh, down. I love that. They showed up to tear things down, bringing their vehicles and bringing their time, bringing their smiles and, and like bringing their positive energy. They were so proud of us and me and my brother are truly blessed. We are so grateful for all the healthy relationships, the real loyalty we have in our friend groups, like the healthy connections that we do develop despite the difficult ones that we do experience. Um, and I always, I've been talking to my therapist, you know, and every time like that I run into like bad friends or bad situations where people really disappoint me or break my heart, I just like have been talking to my therapist, you know, I need, I, every time I lean into the positive love and relationships I do have and do hold dear, 
I feel so much relief um, and it knocks down, it, it heals all those wounds, mm-hmm. you know, just a little bit more once I lean into like what I do have. Because at the end of the day, we, I, I have worn my heart on my sleeve and I try to be very vulnerable person. I try to be a very open, raw, real person. And like when that doesn't, when that isn't reciprocated, I take it so personally and I mm. get so down about you it. You fine? Oh, try to guess. <laughs> I love this part. <laughs> well, try to see if like, what is my element sign, I guess first. First of all, let me just say I'm very horrible with these zodiac things. <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer. I just add. I just asked the circuit because I'm like I. I just did. I just learn my like rising in my moon. Anyways, I I gotta look at it again because I never. I, somebody told me and showed me and I forget. Um, ooh. Well, just a stab in the dark. What do you think my element is? Are you a Taurus? No, I don't know. My brother's a tourist. Okay, okay. I've I've come across a lot of tour tour tourists. God, I can't talk today. Yeah, no. It they, they are like they like to be in control. But I feel like oh, yeah. I, a lot of them like not being controlled. Like he is a no, you he know. is very much a tourist. Yeah, yeah. Very much a tourist, but we complement each other so well. I I give up. I yeah. I, 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 so I I'm a water sign. Okay. I was that was going to be my guess because I'm a water sign and I'm a Scorpio. We're Scorpio. I was going to say that. I was that was literally going to be the first. I was like, "Are you a Scorpio?" I wish you would have. You'd have been right. I literally me. right. So wait, I, are you a Scorpio? I am. Perp. I am in like a bad rep all the time. I don't understand it, but then like my friends would be like, "Oh no." Because you're gay, like that, your Scorpio sign is fine. Like, but like straight <laughs> Scorpios. That's one of my friends says this. Well, I'm right on the cusp. I'm the 24th of October, so yeah. Sometimes I'm like, uh, you know, you might get Libra, a little bit of Libra, or Libra. a lot of the Scorpio. My um, leave it to my grandma. She says Ryan's not a Scorpio because Scorpios are mean. And then there's my mom on the other side, like, hmm. Is she a Scorpio? No, she's an Aquarius, but she just thinks I'm just mean. I'm not mean. I just you got away with the words. I say things, and then I'm like, "Why did you just say that?" And like, side story: my three of my closest friends are cancers, mm. and I call them sensitive thugs, right? Sensitive thugs. Because <laughs> like they will say some shit and thug it right out. And then I'll say something. Why did you say that? And then one of them, my female friend, shout out to Tasha. She's Jamaican as well. So mm. it's really like, you know, anybody from the Caribbean, anybody that I know from the Caribbean, they say things like they got to They're like, I don't mean it. It doesn't mean how I sound, but I just, you know, they say it. And then I say one thing and she's like, why would you even say that? And I'm like. What do you, well, you said what you said, so I'm gonna say what I said. Yeah, like I literally, you know, saying things. Let's say it together. Yeah, okay. there you go. And then, like, I almost dated a cancer. That didn't last long. I was just oh. like, no, mm. no. But um, us Scorpios. Yeah. I know that's that's how I 
I feel I feel like I do resonate with some parts of the sign. I'm not heavy into the signs, but I think it's really fun and cute. But I match energy. That is my biggest thing. I will give you what you give me. I will give you right back. Right. Like if you want to go there, like we could go we there. We can go there. Okay. But like if, you if you're a positive energy, I I love leaning into that. Like I want to be around people who are just like. Let me just be positive. Let me be yeah. optimistic. Let me look where the sun shine. Like, let's figure out like how we can fix a problem together. Like, like is my we wear our, our hearts on our sleeves. We are very genuine. We move with love. Yeah. Our intentions are pure. Yeah, that's um, what I'm doing. That's that's pretty much how I, I describe a Scorpio. Others might say different, but I know saying anything. A lot of anything, and it don't matter. What what day? What, when's your birthday? November fourth. Okay, you're right. At, okay, you're November Scorpio. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, I, they say a lot, but we're just I'm very much a Scorpio, like right in the middle there, I guess. Yeah, we they say a lot, but we're the shit, and they just can't. I was giving. Like, don't be mad. They can't take us, okay? <laughs> Forget, yeah, but it's like, but I do, I do appreciate those relationships that I have built. Like it's, it's everything, and it's I have, I'm just surrounded by so much talent and love, and like very self aware individuals. Like I'm, I'm really good with the folks that I got. Like yeah. I am blessed, 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 blessed. I, I love that. Great. So my question to you, because you guys, you have a, a your, and when I say you guys, I mean you and your brother, and this ties into my next to my last question. Have you guys played with you and your brother, just have you played with the idea of doing a duo album? Because you have features on, you were featured on songs. <laughs> Has that idea, like what's next for the sound, the sound council? Like what, it, what, it, what does that look like? Next for sound Council will probably be another like performance with new music and stuff. Um, because the turnout for the other Sound Council was really dope for the limited amount of promotion and like the cost of it because it was a it was a little pricey to get a ticket. Um, but I bought my huh? I bought I was gonna buy my ticket. Thank you, Per. And we appreciate because what was really cool, it taught us that like people saw our worth. A lot of people saw our worth to buy a thirty dollar ticket. And if you bought it on Ticketmaster or wherever, it was like thirty six. Um, but it was a very expensive show and uh like we did feel like it was worth that, you know. Um, but it wasn't like hundreds of people were there, which is totally fine. So the thing is, like, we want to do another another show um, down the line. No dates, no dates, but we do want to do another show and just share um, that experience um, with a lot of a lot more people. We're gonna have a better promotion set up around it. The tickets will probably be the same, um, but we will definitely go about it a different way um, just to boost it up. So like our next focus is most more so going to be as sound council will probably be another performance. We might have a song together that we do or um, maybe a new piece of work, new piece of art that we like um, perform together that hasn't been heard. But I don't think that me and my brother would do an album together. Okay. That would be a lot of 
artistic growth. Yeah. On both our ends to come together to do a whole album together. Working in music is challenging for us. Uh, we have done it in the past, <laughs> but like coming on, um, uh, like jumping onto each other's songs, like to actually get a whole project done, is uh, it's just we have a lot of artistic differences. Yeah, we feel different voids. Like we understand each other. Like I, I love his music. I understand his music coming from him. Like, and I respect how he writes. I love how he'll slide on a track. Like he is dope, and he respects what I do. And I just am very different. Um, and it, it is challenging to get us together. So yeah. um, I do not like if I if Josiah was right here hearing that question, he would be cracking up because we probably will not do an album together. Understood. Like, hey, it's cool to do a song. Right, right. It's yeah. cool to do a little song. Yeah, but an album? I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So, you, as an artist, right, you, how would you describe, because I feel like your voice, you could do R&B, ballads, pop. What would you describe yourself as an artist? That has been my biggest challenge is trying to understand myself as an artist and describe myself as an artist. But can I say this to you? You shouldn't have to. True. You shouldn't have to. I think, and and it's, it's, and I'm thinking about that as I said it, because I feel like as, and only black artists get that question because they feel like because, you know, our voice, you have a powerful voice, you should only do R&B. You should right. only play with what it, is it trap and B music. I don't. Anyway, right? Yeah. Like you know, they, it's the it's the boxes. But I it's funny because like I do kind of I kind of feel like I align myself more with like rock, pop, soul, yeah. indie yeah. kind of like I'm so weird. But it's very it's not weird. It is you and your artist. It is me. It's just very peculiar, and that's why it's hard to put my finger on it. It's just like I have a very soulful voice, and then I write very ballad esque, or I write kind of rock or indie pop. Mm. Um, I also have kind of like country esque tones to yeah. my voice. But then I, I also hear that I also hear that choir. I hear that church voice too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's mostly the soul. It's oh. um, it's mostly the soul coming through. Um, but like my family is from the south, so there's I guess some of that country in me. Like, I get... which I don't under I I don't understand any of the genres. I don't. I'm not. I'm not bound by any of the genres. It's just how. I translate these songs and um, it's just funny. A lot of people would say that like, oh, you sound a little country, like, and I can hear it. Like, it's how, it's how I enunciate sometimes. Just yeah. like, and I don't know. I feel like also I'm still figuring out myself as an artist. I'm still finding my sound and my voice and what I want to lean into most. Yeah. You know? Not that I have to stick with it, but like, what is like what is really my sound yeah you know, what I and feel take most- your time take your right. time take your time and it's funny because it reminds me like of my good sis in my head um raven simone right she mm-hmm. 
she did her album um she did her album in 2004 this is my time and i remember listening to because i'm i stand her down i remember listening to all her interviews prior to the release of her album and she was like the biggest issue that she had with a label and even now listening to her interviews as she started releasing music on her own terms and the sound that she wanted to do versus the sound that the label, the you know, being backed by a major machine like Disney wanted her to do. Um, she said she struggled with that, with this is my time because you just, you're not going to get hip hop. You will get hip hop. You will get R and B. You will get pop. You will get rock. You'll get indie. You'll get all that mixed in. And I always tell people when, you know, like, they're like, I want to listen to an album. I want something, a little bit of everything. And I'm like, okay, y'all don't judge me. You know, my friends, they were like, oh, you listen to rap. But that's an album really from beginning to end that just, like, touches on a little bit of everything. So, y'all, if y'all haven't listened, I say listen to my girl, Raven Simone. It's my time. I definitely need to because, like, I, I, I wasn't allowed to watch that so Raven growing up. So I really didn't get on the... Um, Raven trained as much, but she was a black girl in Disney, so I was yeah. still standing, though, like, you know, I was just like, wow, she's out there doing it. Cheetah Girls did give me life, like, I had to secretly one like, yes. one. Yeah, 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 I want to go to Barcelona because of them. Right, you know? oh my god, Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters, that was, a, that was They're iconic, they really are, and yeah. uh, so I always say, I always recommend that album, to a lot of people because it's it's every song is something different and i, I always used to tell my friends i'm like take a you know st- take a side that she's from disney you know they always like oh she's from disney so that's automatically corny right and i was like no this was like singing and she really tapped on a lot of different you know genres and i was blown away because i was like i at the time i wanted her to just do an r&b album you know like you know, like, yeah. you know, do your thing, pop sis, whatever. But now as older, as I got older and I'm like, oh, I, I respect what she did with that album because it takes risk to step out of the, what people you think, what people think you should do and what they think you should sing. So step into your own. You're stepping into your own beautifully, amazingly. And I am honored to call you a friend now. We are friends. Yes. You're my friend. And yes. I know we definitely got a link up too. Yes. Aside from... If it's an artist show, yeah, I, right. I was, said I was like, we should have, we should have had like a, like we did go out to eat after. We did, we did like have a moment, which was so nice to have, and I know everybody was tired as yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah, it was a it worked, like everybody it rained was, a lot that day too. I was thinking about it that. Did. It rained it hard. Like, it was kind of like icky outside. Yeah, but we needed just like also like it would be dope to even just like reconnect with some of the folks from our artist talk chapter that's yeah right artist talk three that's that's another thing in the works so i will i will keep you i'll keep you posted because my goal is to have everybody on that was on the pan, artist talk three as a guest of ryan out loud um so, that's, so you are, are my second follow-up griffin was a couple weeks ago shout out to griffin um now this is the jesse council interview so i have two questions two last questions real quick uh-huh, go for it so jesse as the artist, right? And I know you said you don't like to give dates or nothing like that. You've released amazing, beautiful singles. And you have some things in line. What is it looking? No pressure. No pressure. Can we expect 
a Jesse Council album or EP? <laughs> what what's what is next for you? I know you have your singles coming next, but later on down the line. Um, I for the purpose of like marketing myself and like getting out there as a new artist, I still feel so new to everything. Um, as I figure out my sound, I'm leaning more into just singles right now. Understood. Um, although I have so many songs already written that are like, they just need music and vocals and touch-ups and all the, which is the circus uh, that takes the time. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, if I get into a place where I can crank some stuff out in a way that I really like feel comfortable, and um, there could very well be an EP, but um, right now it is more so singles and performing. Yeah. Um, and kind of, you know, still learning myself, you know, because I don't want to put a project together and I don't feel like I know. You wanted to be cohesive. I wanted to be cohesive, you know, and my lyrics and my songs are very cohesive in nature. So I just need to get my sound a little bit more together before I embark on like a full album. God, oh Jesus, or an EP. That's why I said no pressure, no pressure. John's, you know, (laughs) you know, no pressure. One of my friends, he literally cringes when I think I was like, so an album, or he like, it's coming right. I'm like, okay, I won't ask, you know. No pressure. I wouldn't even say that it's coming. I ain't about to lie to you. <laughs> but God, the song it, God it's is coming. coming. Okay. That is the next one on like on the horizon. And okay. that will be that that will be here. Um I'm not gonna say when I'm gonna go speak no no dates or times, but that will be the single coming out for me. Okay. Now. Okay. Noted. Jesse, my last question to you is, and I always, I end this in my podcast with this, with to this question to all my guests, because every different answer is different. Um, what advice would you give to your younger self? I always love those questions. Ooh. Because it changes. What, 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 what younger self, what age? Hmm. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 25, turning 26. Okay. Okay. That's crazy. So maybe like you're, because from, I know, so I, when I did my, when I started Ryan Out Loud, that was the very first episode, advice to my younger self. And moving forward, that was like how I was going to, you know, interact with all my guests. Because when I started Ryan Out Loud, I was 30. So my advice was to my 25-year-old self, because I was so different then. And my 18-year-old self. Yeah, so even just, what about 18-year-old, 15-year-old Jesse? Ooh, child, let's talk to 18-year-old Jesse. 15-year-old Jesse can't talk to me. (laughs) 15-year-old Jesse really, uh uh-uh. 15-year-old Jesse would send me to hell. Mm. Yeah. But 18-year-old Jesse is, is one that I could have an amazing conversation with. And what I would say... 18-year-old Jesse. Uh, he'll be turning 18. He turned 18 on his 18-year birthday, I would say to him. Ooh, be encouraged. 
be encouraged. You will have the space to spread your wings, mm -hmm. to live your truest, truest self. All this chaos swirling around you right now, it is terrifying. I know you're scared. I know there's a lot you haven't been able to say right now. Hold on. Hold on to your brother and your sister. There's things that they don't understand right now that they, but they will have your back. Mm. They will rep you hard. They will be on your side. And give it time once you are out of Western PA, once you're in Philly, there's a whole big world out there ready to accept you, love on you, mm. appreciate you. And I would, I would just encourage that 18 year old boy who just needed to feel like someone understood them. That was the wow. biggest thing. Yeah. He needed to feel un understood and seen and, and not so guarded, but I can't be mad. 18 year old me got me here. So like they had the tools and they took the risks and made the decisions necessary to get me where I am. And yeah. where I would tell 18 year old me, we do live our dream at a very young age. You will be living your dream. All this chaos that is ensuing, it's hurtful, it sucks, it's scary. Beautiful chaos. You make it out and you make it on top, honey. Beautiful chaos. Yeah, it turns into beauty. Turns into beauty. It turns into beauty. I love that. Wow, that was, I love that answer. I love that that advice. I love that. Jesse, tell the Ryan Out Loud listeners where they can find you on social media. Yes, 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 yes. You can find me on TikTok at J-E-S-S-C. You're on the TikTok. Uh, Look, I sound like the most. You're on the TikTok. I'm going to find you on TikTok. Yes, find me. It is a little ratchet. It is a little um, unhinged. Um, I haven't been on in a couple months. I stopped posting. I used to do like four videos a day for like a month and a half or something. Um, but then I slowed down when we were doing sound council. It got a little cray cray. It just was like exhausting. And I haven't gone back, which got to do that. I will be going back for sure. Definitely follow me. Definitely find out. I have a lot of stuff that is coming up. It's going to be exciting and dope. Um, worth sharing with friends and all kinds of cool stuff. I am planning a, a TikTok campaign for months. It's going to be a lot of content for me. Okay. Um, in the next couple weeks but i um also am on instagram at jesse council that is j-e-s-s-e-c-o-u-n-c-i-l there's no i in jesse for me um instead, let them know correct them right because everyone's like is there an i in that i eat no not for me not today no, no thank you no ma'am um, which is fine. If you have an eye in yours, that's fine. It's not fine. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, what else? What else? Also, you can find me performing. Um, oh, do you, when does this air? Oh, you ain't got no dates either. I feel that. I was either going to do, it was going to be like the top of the week, like Monday. Oh, perfect. 
Monday, but I'm thinking Thursday, or Thursday. That's fine. So for all folks who are listening to this um, uh, during the week that it drops, I do have a show. If you're in Pittsburgh, I am performing on the 24th of September, which is a Saturday. Um, the event starts, not the event, but the show starts at 9 um, p.m. at the Bridge Music Bar in East Liberty. Um, it's going to be pretty dope. I think it's $10 um, to get in the door, but there are three dope artists, me being one of them. Um, also, there's going to be Lauren. She is so dope, gorgeous. Both these ladies, there's two um, two lovely ladies that I'll be performing with. Um, Lauren is going to be singing um, wonderful, raspy voice. Um, you really think, um, what is her name from sister act uh lauren hill okay uh, that's her vocals uh, she is just sickening also sierra sellers we're opening for sierra sellers she'll be closing us out um that evening it's a later show um but she is you know if you go to live performances you probably already know sierra sellers oh whoa what's happening what is happening it's the book in business. Is it on your MacBook? It does the Ooh, same thing for is. me. I know. I, I usually have to turn my Do Not Disturb on because I'm like, y'all leave me alone. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're fine. This is the end of the interview. You are right, right, right. I hope you, I got that plug in real good before it comes. You did. You know, I'm. I'm gonna try. I just wrote that down. I'm gonna definitely. That's next week, basically. Yes, I'll be performing a lot of music you haven't heard. Um, it's a 45 minute set. It'll be my longest set that I've ever done. Okay nervous about that my brother won't be performing with me which is different as well okay um, he has been my music director for my practices he is multi-talented he's amazing and i know i get exclusive rights to use him as a music director he would not do that for nobody. almost didn't do it for me because it's just like he got a lot on his plate yeah. all the time at any given moment but it's going to be dope that's the only try to make it i'm definitely going to try and make that I go up at like 10. Okay. It's going to be a later show, but I think it's definitely worth coming out, checking us out, supporting these local talented artists. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. I've never been to that venue, so I think um, it'll be really cool to check out a new space if you have not been to Bridge Music Bar. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Jesse Council interview. Thank you, Jesse. I love you. I love you too, Ray. You're beautiful, you're amazing, and so talented, and know that, like I said, Ryan out loud, I, any way I can help, assist, any way or form, I got you, and I, I promise that. I, I'm here. Thank you. I appreciate your support and your love. Of course, of course. This is of great. Course. Thank you for this. Yay, Ryan Yay. out loud. Ryan out loud. Ladies and gentlemen. I will put all of his social media handles, his link to uh, Apple Music and Spotify, where you can stream his music, buy his music, support this beautiful artist, y'all. This is what Ryan Out Loud is for, a safe space for black queer creatives. I wouldn't exist without artists like you. So thank you. And remember, y'all, black lives matter, black queer lives matter, and black trans lives matter. That will never change. Y'all be safe. Protect your energy. Move with nothing but love and stay genuine. Yes.